Hello everybody and welcome back to another Sticks and Stones episode in the warm weather of Cape Town. I'm Andy Pick and with me is my partner in crime, Mike. How are you, how are you doing, Mikey? The weather's been quite nice recently, eh? No, it's been very nice. Bucketing down the last couple of days, it's been very good. Um, had a really good time staying inside, catching up work. Obviously, school's starting soon. Everyone's got to get their heads down and start uh, getting back on the ground. Yeah, and the weather actually turned out quite nice for today, considering it was bucketing down the last few. So, looking forward to it, looking forward to it. And school on Monday. Of course, bro, of course. Um, before we start this podcast, there's just some really big news that we're about to drop right now. So, like this news, you need to be sitting down to listen to this. Like, this is some news you need to be, when you're drinking tea, you need to go sit down. You need, like, if you're eating something right now, put it on the table, stop and just listen to this. Okay, massive news. We're announcing that Clean Movement is moving across to creators only and will be with the creators only gents and making creators only everything. Just moving across because everything, we had discussions, we had talks, and everything is just going across to creators only. So go follow creators only on Instagram, hit their videos, got some mad videos on there, so just go and, um, the like and subscribe there on Instagram and everything else. Okay, so today is the second episode of Derby Days, and today we are taking our, ourselves to the lovely province of KwaZulu Natal. KZN is known for its beaches, mountains, and savannah populated with big game. It is also known to be a massive hockey powerhouse, split into two different associations KZN Inland and KZN Coastal. Today, though, we'll be looking at a derby in the highlands of KZN Inland. Two of the most expensive schools in the country battling in a derby that started in 1904. Separated by 40 kilometers down the N3, it really is a much must-watch derby. The derby we'll be talking about today is Hilton College versus Michael House. And with us from Hilton is Subi Sekwabe, SI under 18 player. And with us from Michael House is Mugabe Lubinga. SA under 17 player. Hiya gents, good to have you on the show. Hi Andy. Hi Subs. Hi Andy. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure gents. <clears throat> so tell us, which is the biggest school? I'm uh, Subs, you can uh, go uh, first. <laughs> you, you can't really answer that question. No. That's what I would say. Yeah. So, so talk when to you us. Guys, yeah, after no. you, after you. Mike, you go, you go. All right. When you guys, when you guys are having your uh, locker room banter, and your boys are chilling on the stands, which school considers themselves above the rest, like leaps and bounds? Because obviously, it's arguable that Michael House and Hilton have more respect for the other. But which one has no respect for the other? School? on the day no one has respect for each other because it's a war but normally we are friends with like the Hilton guys and grow you grow quite a close bond oh, okay all right yeah, so how's the week building up to that like how's the week leading up to it is it intense talk to us about that because both are boarding schools so, in terms of like war cries and stuff at Dalton, um, we have, you know, the sports we do, like when we use our blazers, they call it a blazer display also. So for like 45 to 
hour every day we practice twelve for my class, which is actually a pretty long time. And that's for the week, and sometimes it even goes for two weeks that we're practicing the sport. So it's a very big thing to do at the rugby game. And also, just walking around the school and everything. There's a new vibe around. Normally on normally on Saturdays we have cycle tests. So when we play my class, they don't have cycle tests that's Saturday, and then there's lots of traditions that happen on Friday night. Yeah. Nice, nice. And Mugabs, how's it by you on that side? Yeah, I think at my class, leading up till to my class is crazy. I think from Monday through till about Sunday, it's just constant talk. Everyone's trying to draw up the teams, what will happen, what will predict scores, making bets. I think just like leading up to it, you walk through the corridors and everyone's watching you and like saying, you're like, yeah, you better win this weekend. Lots of little jokes because I think it means so much to everyone. Yeah, it's a really big week. I think the biggest of the year. How does how does that impact um, going to provincial level where you're playing with guys from Hilton? Do you like try and learn tactics from them at, for like whenever you play the derby? How does that like affect the dynamic in the provincial team? Um, for inland, there is really not such a big dynamic because, as you said, we have so much respect for each other. Hilton, my class in college. And we're like all boys with each, with each other, especially the hockey players. So when we do get to inland, it's like you play with your friends again. It's like playing at school, like you enjoy playing with them. There's literally no divisions in the team. Oh, that's pretty cool. <laughs> but obviously, obviously, there's, there's got to be that banter when someone brings it up. Oh, Hilton, 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 you know, Michael House. When you guys are playing for inland, surely there's there's always got to be that debate. Oh, I scored this goal because of this. I did that because of. Said is there is there always is there no none of that cheeky banter because I know when. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah I think I'll answer thing, this like, one. Yeah. I think yeah with the with the derby whoever wins gets almost like the bragging rights for IPT. So if if I'm like my class and we beat, and we beat Hilton every single practice, I'll just remind Supes of who's top dog and who's yeah. just under. Yeah, that's and so if so yeah, that's where it's at. So what have the what have the results been for the last let's say three? So when I was in grade ten, we won the first game three three nil three nil yeah. And the second game we played them twice in the year, we beat them four four three, I think. And then <laughs> in my grade eleven year, the first game we came in as a favourite and we were a bit arrogant. <laughs> and we got to the two one up and then Michael came back to win four two, I think. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. And then this yeah. And then the second game we beat them four one, I think. That's good redemption. That was 2018. Then. And then 2019, we beat them both times 2 0 and 4 4 2. Yeah, 2 0 and 4 2. So it's, it sounds like there's a recurring theme that Hilton College has clearly been dominating the last couple of years. Clearly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say the last couple of years they've been dominating. But yeah, I think it's been a rough patch, especially last year, losing twice. I think this year was hopefully going to be different. It's too bad the game got cancelled. Yeah. It always comes down to the day though, surely. 
regardless of how good your season's been or how good your players are, it always comes up to the BMT. Yeah, yeah, I think that showed in. I think that showed in when I was in grade ten. I had the privilege of playing first yeah. team. Um, Sub said to me before the games, like, "Yeah, easy fixture. You know, we're the better team. We're gonna give you guys." <laughs> and then they were two on up, and he kept on smiling at me, and I was like, "Sub, just wait." Came back and won fourteen. So yeah, <laughs> I think on the day anything can happen. Yeah, yeah. form goes out the window definitely. Comebacks. So, gents, any special tactics that you put into uh, into this derby when you play each other? Um, for for us, our coach emphasized to us a lot that Michael like loves to play off with broken play, like off turnovers and stuff. So, for us, mainly it was, it was about keeping the ball and don't allow them to counter us as often as they can because they have real pace up front and real skillful players. Yeah, I think from our side, we know that Hilton have very good tactics. So once you find out what they're trying to do, you just try work your best against that and don't play into their hands. Because if you do play into their tactics, they will win. Yeah. So, so obviously I'm the kind of player that's I'm, I'm not the quickest, I'm not the strongest. I, I like to get into somebody's head when I'm playing. I like to find their ticks and just you know find out what makes them work. Do you guys have any of those things that? Where you found somebody's tick and you could just break them down as a player that way. Mm, no, not, not not really. You can see, I can see if he's a bit scared or nervous like playing, but I did not really look for that while when I'm playing. So. Yeah, I think from my side, normally I'm marking most of the time, so I come across more of the better strikers who are quite arrogant themselves you can quite see <laughs> once you find out what gets them going you just put a little tackle and you give a little comment and they start to get unnerved quite easily yeah, yeah I, just want, I just want to get onto that so you're both being def- both of you being defenders what's your favorite matchup like with a player of the opposite team what's your favorite matchup in this derby okay i, I play freeze in the back so i don't get to mark as much but when I was marking, um, Ferguson in my grade 11 year, when we were two men and men. When you got the yellow card, it seems. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think my, my favorite match would probably be this guy named Luke Grove. He's <laughs> quite a skillful striker, and yeah. I think me and him had a few words and a few nudges when he played. Uh, but that, that's good. That's good hard hockey, though. I guess all fans and supporters love seeing that. So, gents, yeah. favorite derby memory? I mean, there's a lot for Hilton to choose from here. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I would say I got I got two memories. My first one was my first time playing with them in grade ten at first team level. We ended up winning three 0 and then last year, the first game was quite special for me because we won 2 0 and I normally don't score goals and I ended up scoring the two goals in that game. So, yeah. Just the for the game. record, I wasn't near Sumi when he scored any of those two goals. <laughs> 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 yeah, 
Yeah, I think Kamawan has to be the one in grade 10. I think being 2-1 down and them being quite far ahead up, you, you, like, it gets you quite mentally and for us to just overpower that and come back to win 4-2 is yours. was special. Anyone name me Muggs? You can only pick from one game. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, Shaman, leave, leave him, leave him, leave him. Gents, what's what's the pre-match build-up like when you're chilling in the change rooms? What music is playing? Like, how's that vibe going down? Mm-hmm. For me, we just play our normal music and stuff, and then we actually warm up on our respective first team cricket field. And we're on one side, half the other side, side, like we can see them and stuff, but we don't talk to them. But me and this guy, Ross Minter Brown, what we normally do, so we run with each other, we run around the pitch and we just like stare at them and just see how they're going. Like just to stare at them like, I don't know, it's pretty weird, but then we just... Just the mind games. Uh. Just laying down the lower Yeah, just, just mind games. Yeah, just run around that pitch, go past them, stare at them, you know, turn around and go back the other way. Regardless, does that affect you on that side, seeing them staring at you? No, I actually never noticed Soup's trying to stare at me. Maybe he's a bit small, I don't know. But for us, we have an, <laughs> for us, we have an allocated DJ, and he normally plays music every weekend, so we just keep the same vibes going and just try to get good energy for the game. So for your for your allocated DJ, is he just does he play the same music every time? Do people question what he plays, or uh, or is it a very diverse thing? No, we question what he plays, obviously, because <laughs> DJ Connor is gonna dry it. But yeah, I think yeah. every week he kind of starts to like change it up, you know, some techno, some house. Just depends what the mood is. Who was your DJ? I think it was Kanyo. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what has been your favorite goal from the derby? Um, goals that separate matches, goals that turn the derby on. What's the favorite one? You want you have to score it or someone else? Um, you could score it or the team. Doesn't the goal's a goal, I guess. <clears throat> so in my grade ten year I was playing death mid and I was being marked by Ferguson also and then we had like all of the center back passed it to me I drifted infield I picked it up and then I played like a pass like from between my 50 and the 25 into like the opposition's like deep in their half and the group got the ball he did yeah, some yeah. skills and he like smashed he did it smashed the top corner it was pretty it was pretty sick vibe at the time because the whole school was in every system. Yeah. And regards for you? Yeah, I think for Mars it's fairly simple. Uh, we have this drag ficker named Ben and he has quite a mean flag when he gets it right. So I think the game that we actually won for two he scored three drag flags and wow. one of them was a rocket into the top right corner. It's your it's special. Yeah, he was he was flicking rockets that day. Jeez. Man flicking bullets and rockets. Yes. Yeah. So what's, what's the atmosphere like with all the fans and with all your schoolmates watching you? How, how is it? Is it intense? Is it thick? Can you feel the tension? How's that like? 
yeah, I would I would say the atmosphere is it's pretty loud. Like it's a very big school boy hockey game. Like as soon as you walk on the Astro, you can just look around and everywhere is packed. I would say like you can get close to three. How, how many people do you think they move? Like I think it's a lot. Was, it's big, yeah. Like it's a lot for a schoolboy hockey game. And like atmosphere when you're on the field, obviously it's nice to hear sound and stuff, but you don't really listen to the war cries and everything. You really zoned out. And but the only time I really listened to them was that game we lost to Michael last when we were like I think we were four two down at the time. And we just hear the Mike Klaus boys singing, um, Selfies on me. <laughs> Selfies on me. <laughs> yeah. And like, it was, it was uh, getting, that's the only time it really got to me. Yeah, it's like the only time it really got to me. Um, so that's. Think, yeah, go, go, Sorry. From my side, like, it's really, you think when you walk on the field, like, when you come on to play for a warm-up, it's, I think it's crazy because everyone's just shouting, screaming your name and screaming for your team. And I think there's so many people. I think one of the biggest schoolboy hockey derbies I've seen besides the Big Bosch one, and it's it's crazy. Would you uh, would you compare uh, the Hilton Michael one house to uh, Bish Bosch with regards to the standard of hockey play. Do you think the standard of hockey in the KZN inland is higher than the Western Cape, or do you say that it's very similar, or do you think it's just lower? Like, where would you where would you place the type of schoolboy hockey that you guys play on the spectrum? In terms of inland or KZN, like comparing into Western province or inland to Western province? No, I think you can compare it. Both respectively, I think let's stick to let's stick to Michael House, Hilton, like inland area. I think it's pretty high, as you, as you do see, like with the inland team. Hilton yeah. and Michael House will have at least like seven, seven, eight guys in the A team, which is make up like half the team. At least seven, eight, sometimes even more. So, yeah, I think we have a pretty high standard. Good. Yeah, I think compared to Bishops and Rondebosch, I think Hilton Michaels is like almost like the same standard. It's as you're saying at IPT, lots of the top guys are from Western Province, are from like Bishops and Rondebosch, and from Inland, lots of the top guys are from Hilton and Michaels. So I think once you play them in IPT, you see that they're sort of similar. Obviously, they learn different things, but the standard is both very high. Yeah, I feel like this, the, the the type of playing style with uh, the respective provinces or the respective teams is it's actually very different. So it's interesting to see when the Oaks do play, how they battle it out, and who, uh, who usually gets on top. It's it's, it's a really cool battle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I haven't met a Bish Bosch team and a Hilton My Class team and let them play each other. <laughs> I'd be mad. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, just moves, eh? <laughs> just moves. No, 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 no. No. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. No, that oak is that oak is broken. Gents, if if you're going on that basis, right? Then last year's IPT final, 
and the group stage was basically a bish bosh all star team versus a marco house yotun all star team and we know who ended up top there what it was, it was a tight game it's not like you could do it away yeah i think if you watch the highlights of that game western province was getting dominated throughout the game i think we missed three one on ones slash open goal chances Oh, so, and it wasn't someone from Houghton or Michael out to miss the chance. So. <laughs> fair, fair point, fair point. Gents, what's that feeling like after you've won in this derby? What's that feeling like? It's one of the like best feelings you can get from a hockey game. Like, Winning a game at IPT, like we, if we do beat Province, like on the beat Province in my grade 11 year in the semi-finals, I would still say like beating Michael Lowe, the first time it's always the biggest, like you get the best feeling ever. But the second time, if you do beat them, it's also a nice feeling, but it's not as nice as that first time. Yeah, I'd say I haven't progressed to the second time just yet, <laughs> but. <laughs> From the first time, I think it's just so big because all the old boys and lots of like old Hiltonians and Michael Hughes come watch the game. So I think it's just so much bigger than any other fixture that you'll ever play in your hockey calendar year. Yeah. So in a few weeks ago in the Bishbosh episode, we asked them, is this game bigger than the cup or is this game bigger than the league? Does that hold any, any reference here? Is, is the Michael House Hilton Derby bigger than the league? Is winning this game the epitome of your season? Mm. I wouldn't say because we don't have a league in KZN. We just like play matches and stuff. But like in terms of the magnitude of winning that game for your season, I think it's pretty big. Fulton Boys, the games we do target before the season starts, is always to beat my class and to beat college. That's where we're like, if we do that, then we know that like we're doing something right and we have a good season. So yeah. I think from my side, the first question you get asked from like an old my class old boy is, did you beat Houghton and what is the score? So saying in terms of that, like just from the general questions you get asked, it is probably much bigger than the league, but no one likes losing. So I'll say, Winning is always good, but when you beat Hilton, it's almost like that extra boost to add to your season. Yo, yo. So, has there been any heated moments in the recent, in the recent year, in recent years, on or off the pitch? Mm. Mm. I, don't, I don't think so. I think the closest it got is, I think last year. It was one all, and Cam Pierce said drag flicker, obviously put on a drag flick, and the net was broken, so we couldn't tell if it was in or out. <laughs> so then lots of guys were obviously saying no, it was out, it was out, and the crowd was almost like trying to shout whether it was a goal or no goal. But I've given a goal in the end. Because yeah, it was, you guys need to invest in your net, that's why. Some dark arts yeah, there. Isn't, isn't, isn't Hilton like <laughs> one of the richest schools in the country? I mean, shit. Yeah, I think it is the richest Michael school Alex. in the country. I can help you to get some of this. The game was at house. Uh, yeah, my bad, my bad. Yeah. 
Subs, when when this derby happens and you play at Hilton, is it a Saturday morning or a Friday afternoon? You play the uh, game. Saturday morning. Saturday morning. Because Hilton don't have like a midday. Around oh, midday. <laughs> well, you lied, Subs. <laughs> you don't need lights. You never play on the Friday night. Catered in. It's a new thing with teams playing on Friday night like Charles, Northwood, Westwood. We have we're not there yet. Uh, no, because uh, the Western Province schools always play on the Friday and yeah. we always used to play on we always play on the Friday. Friday night lights is where it is. You go play, you head off afterwards, right Mike? You yeah. have to head off afterwards, you have to. <laughs> Let me tell you. Head of way, head of way. No, you, you, head really off, you, have, pre, you have priests for Saturday night on the Friday, let me tell you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, <wow>. <laughs> <laughs> so, last question, gents. What makes this such a big, what makes it such a rivalry? What, what binds the two schools in this deep derby? That binds us. I, I would say, like, obviously, our respect for each other, our friendships that we've grown over the years, and yeah, like his, the historic significance of the fixture also. Yeah, I think for Holton Mike Lawrence being brother schools, I don't know if you guys have siblings, but when you fight with your brother, it's so much like it makes it means so much more if you win it. Yeah, and I think yeah. that's what makes it so much better. Yeah. So who's the older brother? <laughs> I think oh. I'd say my class is the older brother, the more successful one in terms of stats. And Hilton's yeah, putting up a fight, but I think they'll get humbled again. <laughs> <laughs> the machine is growing. The Hilton machine is growing. Don't worry, mate. Do uh, do the Durban schools usually bring in like both of you said you played in uh, in grade ten and stuff, so. Do, does Hilton and Michael House usually involve the younger generations and stuff? Because, especially at Bosch, we use, we prefer only to use the senior guys, like 11s and 12s and stuff. Mm. So, Hilton, we tend to... When we at Hilton and Michael House, like, if you're in grade 10, they want you to play under 16, rather, because the under 16 game also holds. And then you would also go on like bench first team and then go on and play a bit or quite a lot of first game. Yeah, they try to keep the under sixteen game as strong as possible from our side. Yeah, I think that's true. And that's what they start doing in KZN. I don't know if it's same in Western provinces. Lots of great tens if you at that high level is you get to bench for first team and obviously come on and play some minutes just to breeze you in for the next year or next few years of your career so you get that extra taste of what it's like to be better. Yeah. Just just looking forward, I know this year's season's probably probably null and void, unlike the Premier League. Um but how's the future looking for each of your schools? Is it looking bright? You gonna look forward to the derbies next year? Uh, I think the future as open for the next three years is pretty safe so long. Actually, next four years. Why is it safe, Supes? Our <laughs> <I would laughs> are like, a very good business. 
they beat number one in the country. And the 16 team last year was number one. And they never lost a single game. And most of the side was, was full of grade nine. So a country in grade 10 this year. And they're also very good. And some, and some of them are actually starting first team this year. But yeah, and also the current grade nines this year, they're a pretty strong group. I think they won both games for the past last year. Yeah, I'd say that Hilton in the past, like I think their next few years have quite a very good intake in hockey and obviously their coach is a top notch. So I think the next few years might be a bit rough. What my class has, we slowly building our hockey process and we're getting the, the needed infrastructures to make us one of the top schools in the country. Yeah. And I mean, like, if they can keep on producing players like you two, I mean, definitely your school's hockey is very, in very, very safe hands. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Andy. Thanks, Andy. I think I'd love, I'd love to see a little mug soups battle in the future. <laughs> That's what under twenty one I've been used for. If you guys are to say in the next, in the next ten years. When you guys are when you guys are well past, what is the win to loss ratio between Mike and Arsenal? The last ten years. I'm gonna write in this the next down. Ten years. In the next ten years. In twenty thirty, I'm gonna come back with these stats, boys. So let's say so it's gonna be like twenty games. I'll say because of our coaches and our infrastructure in the hockey in terms of I would say we should have it be like speed wins. Speed numbers, speed numbers. Oh my god, his face. People are ambitious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's ambitious. Big clear things. Yo, might as well buy your coffee at 15 wins. <laughs> yeah, I think I think it'll be a bit closer if you add in like draws and stuff. I'm gonna go with a a nine eight to my class. No way. Yo, okay. Three draws. No way. I like that. Not a competition. Not a competition. <laughs> It's kind. I could have like I could have been a business like you, but I'm being I'm being. Fair. <laughs> I, I think I'm being realistic. Nah, I'm gonna I'm keep. Uh, I'm gonna keep these stats in 2030. I'm gonna come at you guys. We have Sue with a 15 win. <laughs> 15. <laughs> what? 15. 15 wins, five draws. 15 wins, five draws. Yeah, yeah facts. Facts. That's space. That's space. <laughs> To be honest, this, this year I wasn't too sure about. We had a good team, obviously, but also my class have a very good team this year. So I wasn't too sure about this year, but this year is obviously not important, as you said. And I know that the next four years at Hilton are very strong. So. Yeah, four, not, I think not, it's like fifth, not, not, not ten years. Even the man has Half of ten years. That's basically yeah. half of ten years. All form goes out on the day, we'll see. That's fair, that's fair. <laughs> well, everybody, that's all we have time for today. If you want to find out more about Creators Only, check us out on Instagram. 
for Mike and I, it's been so much fun and we really enjoyed this podcast. Next week is a really special podcast. Like, like, like the announcement earlier today, it's like really special. So don't miss out by liking and subscribing here and following Creators Only on Instagram. From us and the Creators and the Creators Only team, it's a goodbye for now and stay safe, everybody. It's challenging times. Keep creating, everybody. See you then. Thank you.